Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kids 5 in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Yes, Spurs still not going to play for another couple days, at least one more day. Um, and they resume their rodeo road trip against the Wizards. I know it feels like forever since you last saw the silver and black suit up, but time is slowly running out on this little mini vacation they're on. You'll get some Spurs silver and black action shortly what are we talking about today we're looking at popovich and the record he is just three more wins away from becoming the all-time winningest nba coach and regular season wins and we'll be kind of predicting looking to the crystal ball when that may happen and kind of segue into the topic of what should the spurs do if he decides to hang it up go outside the family or look inside the family do that i am joined by 9 30 a.m's the answers it's Rudy Campos. Rudy, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. And um, the um, Sports Almanac tells me you're the all-time winningest person as far as getting in shape. Congratulations, Rudy. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. The Almanac doesn't lie. I'm still trying to get in shape, but thank you for uh, having me back, Jeff. It, I, I thought the Spurs season was over because I hadn't really heard it about feels the like Spurs it. related or anything. <laughs> it just feels like it. By the way, um, what's up with T-Mac? Did he really think that he could be the 2003 MVP, NBA MVP over TD? You're, did you hear about that? I did. And, you know, it's it's player confidence, man. You know, a lot of players think they, you know, get overlooked or something. But, no, it was still Timmy that year. There's no way T-Mac would have got it that year. I, I think the record showed that T-Mac finished fourth or fifth in the MVP race. I mean, I yeah. would get if he was, like, number two, like, right behind him, maybe by points. But – you're the fourth or fifth guy, man. What are you doing chirping like that? Saying that he, <laughs> you got to stay relevant. You got to stay relevant. I guess you got to stay relevant. Yeah. It was, so what's going on over there at 9.30 a.m. The answer would sweep the league. Oh, nothing, nothing more than what we've been doing. Just uh, talking about Spurs, talking about uh, NFL. Now that mm-hmm. the Super Bowl's done, just kind of getting the offseason stuff going, getting ready, just revamping more of Spurs stuff. I mean, we've got a lot of great conversations out there yeah. from player personnel to coaches. So, yeah, just talking a lot Spurs. Spurs have, what, just a handful of over about 20 games left in the regular season, and then yeah. it's all she wrote. Will they make the playoffs play-in game, or will it be an early vacation? That's for another episode of Locked on Spurs. We're here to talk about Greg Popovich. Rudy, you know that he is just three wins away from securing the top spot in the NBA record book when it comes yeah. to the all-time winningest coach in regular season wins. He'll pass his mentor, Don Nelson, uh, more than likely this season. I can't, I cannot see the Spurs go 0-20-something for the remainder of the season. <laughs> so let's go ahead and look into the crystal ball here. Remember back in the day, remember the Johnny Carson uh, shows oh, yeah. where he's had, he used to wear that, that, uh, that Aladdin hat and he would yeah. put the envelope, he would put the envelope, to his forehead and he'll say the answer and then he, you and then the envelope would be the question so the, I'm, I'm putting the um the big uh, Atlanta hat right now and going what is the lakers or something like that so that's we're gonna play that game right here on locked on spurs so uh rudy i'm gonna give you the next we'll go the next six games and then we'll we'll, we'll get your thoughts whether he'll get that record within the next six so they got washington tomorrow at washington then they uh, got at Miami, at Memphis, and then the next three will be at home, Sacramento. I'm sorry, the next one will be at home, Sacramento. Then they go back on the road at Charlotte, and then they come back home 
to start a homestand versus the Lakers. One more time. That's at Wizards, at Miami, at Memphis, home Kings, at Hornets. Then um, at home Lakers. So there you go. Will Popovich get three in the next six? I'm going to go out and I'm going to stretch this you know, as far as I can. And I'm going to say with my Schwam hat on, I am thinking that Pop gets the record against the Kings at home. That would be what, uh, March 3rd, I believe. That'd be my, okay, so that means, uh, okay, so we'll, so we'll go um, at Kings. So you got them getting in the next four. All right. So do, yeah. do the Spurs get the W at Washington? Yes, I think that's a. I think that is a pretty confident W for me there, and I think they actually beat the Heat, lose okay. to Memphis, lose to Memphis. So that so that means that they get their win. Pop gets the record on um, was that March third at San Antonio at home against the Kings. Yeah. How poetic would that be for him to get that final win <clears throat> to, to overtake Don Nelson for the record? I mean, the the, the fans are going to go crazy. That would be, I think if we end up seeing him win the next, you know, two out of three games, whether it, it could be any of them, they could be Memphis, lose to Miami, however, if they get the next two wins out of the next three games, I doubt that we'll see an empty seat standing room only at the AT&T Center come March 3rd against the Kings, because I, I really feel that's when he'll get the record. Yeah, it, it definitely would be a, uh, a night to remember. I hope, you, you know, um, you know that that whatever game that is, whether it be the Kings or the next you know game uh, at home or the Lakers, you know I just want to see it happen at a home, Rudy. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it should happen. And you're right; it could happen as soon as Sacramento. Now I'm going to go down the list. Okay, so got at Washington. I think the Spurs get the W there. I don't mm-hmm. think they get the win at Miami. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, at Memphis, I don't think they get a win at Memphis. Okay, Sacramento, yeah, I can see them get get the win there. At Charlotte, is Lamelo ball playing? Is he back? I think he is. Yeah, I mean he's All coming right. off an All Star appearance, so I believe so. Yeah, so he he definitely will be back. I'm gonna shoot for that Charlotte game. I think he gets it at Charlotte, um, because I mean, or maybe you know what? No, I'm gonna do so for the fans. He loses one to Charlotte, but he gets the W versus the Lakers at home. How outstanding would that be, Rudy, to see Popovich get the W, the record-breaking win against the the, his I guess his chief nemesis back in the glory days? It'd be the Lakers, (laughs) and you know, you know, Spurs fans are going to love that because not only did the Spurs close down the old um, Great Western Forum. Close down Staples Center. Imagine if Popovich gets the W against the Lakers, that record-breaking W, Rudy. I, I wanted to call the Lakers game and say that's when he gets the record. It just seems so poetic to get it during that game. But I, it just something in me tells me he's going to have it before then. But, man, it, to be honest, lately you've seen a crowd of gold and purple at the AT&T Center. Oh, God, so, yes. Imagine him needing that one win, getting it against the Lakers. Do the uh, purple and gold fans cheer for Pop, or is it just another where we start seeing fighting in the stands and all that kind of stuff? 
By the way, did you, did you see that um, that survey by Lids that said that Texas is Laker Nation? That's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't get some of these surveys. I, I think they survey, you know, five or six people only in the entire state. So Yeah, they say, Oh, that, that represents Texas, all right. But nevertheless, yeah, I mean I mean I, I you know, for, for me, you know, just the, the, the poeticness of it, like you mentioned, for him to get that record breaking run against the Lakers would be just so good because it was the Lakers and Spurs back in the day. Now I don't mm-hmm. care what Shaq says when he says uh the Lakers uh, glory days were against the Kings. He's always said that it was actually the Kings that were their chief rival, not the Spurs. I beg to differ because it was, it usually came down to the Spurs or the Lakers going uh, to the NBA finals, Rudy, to represent the West. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of something where you don't want to admit when your number's been had. And that's kind of something the Spurs and Lakers had with each other. At least Spurs fans and Spurs in general can, you know, say, hey, the Lakers were our biggest rival. Shaq obviously saying the Kings because he knew, hey, they they kind of owned the Kings. Let's be honest, they owned the mm-hmm. Kings back in the day. So why give in to a team that actually owned you in the in the same way when it came to the Spurs? So um, it's just Shaq being Shaq. I mean, he just recently came out and gave credit to David Robinson, you know, for being, you know, an influence for him. Right. So just give him some time. Shaq wasn't actually coming around. Yeah, you know, but we're talking about Popovich, and you know, should he get the the record breaking uh, win soon, or at least this season? You know, he's not going to say anything about it. He's he's probably going to be asked about it pregame when if he's on the verge of getting it, or especially postgame. Um, Dejounte Murray uh, recently spoke out about Popovich and his you know looming milestone. Then he openly said that Pop isn't talking about it. But as a matter of fact, Pop doesn't even talk about individual accolades, you know, um, for the most part during the season. But he did say that, me Murray, say that they do want to get the record for him, that it's a rare milestone for him, a big accomplishment. Rudy, how awesome would it be to see the Spurs dump a Gatorade, give him a Gatorade bath if he gets the win? Football might be over, but basketball is in full steam as both pro and college hoops are underway. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey boxing, UFC odds, right down to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. But I guarantee you whoever dumps that Gatorade is going to have the red flag, red tag at the locker room when they get in because he's probably going to be cut or sent to the G League. Um, yeah, Pop, I mean, it would be awesome to see. I think Pop, I think for the first time in X number of years, we actually see a pretty big Pop smile, kind of like yeah, a big so relief too. to come off of his chest. Mm-hmm. Almost compared to when they beat the Miami Heat, you know, in that back-to-back year where he just looked relieved that they finally got the title. They got over that little hump. You know, they were able to get over the Ray Allen fiasco and everything. Uh, You're going to see the same type of pop, kind of a relief type thing. You actually might crack a smile. He's going to take it all in, and it's back to business next day. 
I think you're right. Yeah, I think it will be back to business for Popovich once that milestone is passed. I think he'd probably be relieved about it. Say, okay, it's over. We could just focus on the, the continued development and trying for the plan of the playoffs. Make no doubt about it. The Spurs, Vassell and Murray openly said that this team is shooting for the playoffs. Murray said it during All-Star Weekend. They're going for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. E- you know, Even before he was traded to Boston, uh, Rudy, I got a chance to talk, talk to Derek White about Popovich, you know, and, and the looming victory slash milestone that he has ahead of him. And he told me that pretty much the same thing what Murray said. Uh, he's saying that, oh, well, Pop isn't talking about it and how the locker room's a little quiet about it, but it is in the back of their head. And that White said that he's very proud to know that he was a part of this journey for Popovich. But it's a journey that started off kind of rough. You know, he wasn't very well liked when he came to become the Spurs head coach because of the whole Bob Hill, Popovich, GM firing mm-hmm. fiasco, Rudy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of rough for Pop. I mean, you had Bob Hill who had some success with the San Antonio Spurs, and he was just given a bad deal. I mean, you had David Robinson injured, you know, Sean Lake going through injuries. So the Spurs were are going to have a down year, and then to see Bob Hill getting fired, it actually pissed off a lot of fans. I mean, in general, it was a it was a surprising move, and then to see Pop come in, not knowing exactly, unless you were a diehard NBA fan, you know, and really studied the game, you wouldn't have known really much about Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we are, years later, seeing all the success Pop had, and owing him a lot of credit for, you know, the success of the of the San Antonio franchise. Yeah, you can attain, you can give a lot of it to Tim Duncan, Dick Robinson, mm-hmm. Bob Tony Parker, these guys. But you still got to have a leader for these guys. I mean, these guys want to be able to play for a type of coach like Popovich. So a lot of credit goes to him. Interesting you left off Kawhi Leonard on your list there, Rudy. What's up with that? Not intentionally. I, I mean, not like <laughs> the whole 75-year anniversary player where everybody got mad that the Spurs didn't pay tribute, which I've got a whole new opinion on that. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll mention Kawhi. Thanks, Kawhi. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but all kidding aside, yeah, you know, it was a rough start for Pop. It didn't really start off for those y'all kids that are not old enough to remember. Popovich came on, uh, I mean, way even before, you know, he was a coach. He was the GM. Even before that, he actually had a cup of coffee with the Spurs as an assistant coach uh, mm-hmm. before he then packed his back to Golden State to join Don Nelson. Then he came back to San Antonio as GM, and then eventually took over uh, the head coaching duties over Bob Hill. And by the way, you know, Bob Hill, you're right. You know, he did a good job, and through no fault of his own, that team got hit with injuries. And, you know, that's kind of what spelled doom for Hill. Popovich took over. As you say, the rest is history. You know, multiple-time NBA championship coach, multiple-time all-star Western Conference all-star coach, um, you know, coach of the year. He has a couple awards under, under his belt. There should be more. I, I still contend that there should be more coach of the year trophies uh, for Popovich than he has in his um, his stockpile. There, you know, Team USA head coach. You know, what more can you say? All time winningest coach in just one single franchise. The list goes on and on. The accomplishments he's had. I think his winning percentage, Joe, is higher than that of almost all. He just major North American sports overall, like, you know, pick an NFL team. I mean, it's, it's that it's something like ridiculous like that. And he's always said, uh, Rudy, that he's really just a division three coach that stumbled onto this job. What do you think about that? 
Man, it's a it's definitely a story that is definitely true. I mean, Pop was you know, Dick said Division three coach that just, you know, fell into the spot. I kinda see that and I kind of agree with that. But those are the types of coaches that make it. I mean, you look like a guy uh, like Eric Spolstra, going from video mm-hmm. coordinator to head coach, NBA championship head coach. You see those kinds of uh, coaches coming through the rankings, and it's a feel-good story. Pops another one. There's actually a guy that I'm going to mention later on in the podcast that is on the same track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one more time, let's look at that. So Rudy has them getting that W for Popovich against the Kings. At home, mm-hmm. which will still be good. I I, I think that at, at home. I want to see it happening against the Lakers. It has to happen against the Lakers. Please happen against the Lakers. <laughs> and that's just more fuel to the fire, to the rivalry. I think that's what I'm sure. It's not the same rivalry back in the early 2000s. You know, I get it. But still, and everybody loves to stick it to the Lakers. You, you, you can't tell me right now. You're kind of snickering, you know, behind the scenes, you know, at that, I, you know, I, fire I, that, that. Crap fest that's going on there with the Lakers, but nevertheless, Rudy has it against the Kings on March third. I have it on March seventh at home versus the Lakers. Either way, hopefully it'll just happen in front of the San Antonio folks at the AT and T Center. And speaking of Popovich, you know it kind of begs a question. You know he's done all this. He there's nothing for much more for him to prove. And if he mm-hmm. decides to hang it up, Rudy. You know, that's going to leave a big void to fill. And the Spurs, you know, you want to talk about a player, you know, roster addition, subtract, subtraction, losing players. You know, that's pretty much the easier part versus who's going to take over as the next head coach. Rudy, what do you think? Should they go outside the family or stay within the family to fill pop shoes if he decides to hang it up? It's probably going to be a Spurs typical move, but. You know, to fill pop shoes, it's going to be very, very difficult, as we all know. I'm going to give you a couple of names here. It's kind of like a good, the bad, the ugly type thing, but not in that context too much. But, um, you know, the uh, the one guy that a lot of people, I think, would, would really love to see, you know, a lot of Spurs fans probably is someone like Brad Stevens, already accomplished mm-hmm. coach, you know, had a great run with the, the Boston Celtics. Definitely a coach that's out there that could come in, make an impact, has been able to work with young guys, you know, has has success in the NBA. Then you also got a guy like Quinn Snyder in Utah. I mean, Mm -hmm. I bring him up only because there's some issues going on between Gobert and Mitchell that I don't know if Snyder would, you know, want to stick around, especially given the franchise, the San Antonio Spurs and their history. Those are two Mm -hmm. obvious guys. One guy in particular, Charles Lee, he's an assistant out of Milwaukee. 35 years old. He's an up-and-coming coach. He's got a lot of knowledge. Coach, he's right under Mike Budenholzer, who has, has you know, Spurs uh, blood running through his veins as well. But I'm going to give you the obvious choice. When Becky obviously went to Las Vegas, there was another coach in the Spurs ranks, and I think he's going to be the next one in line. That's Will Hardy. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why – the reason why I say that is because, again, you've got an Eric Spolstra-type story here. Will Hardy started out with a video coordinator, you know, for the Spurs. Now he's worked his way all the way up to the bench as an assistant coach. He's got all the mentality, all the all the attributes, the characteristics, everything you want to run this franchise from the bench. Not only that, let's not forget, he was part of Pop's uh, coaching staff for the 2019 FIBA World Cup. Right. So, I mean, he's got so much experience that a lot of people overlook 
And I think with seeing Becky go to Las Vegas, I think it was kind of already in the works to where Will was going to take over. Wouldn't surprise me to see Will Hardy become the next head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. It would be a great move for the franchise as well for the young guys. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on to their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Yeah, yeah, the great candidates, you know, Will Hardy, that, that makes sense. Brad Stevens, for sure. I mean, they, they have this this brother-brother, you know, big brother-little brother relationship. You know, Pop has known Brad for, for years and mm-hmm. helped develop him. But, you know, yeah, I, you know, when I look at it, I look, they can either stay within the family-ish. I wouldn't be surprised if a former assistant were to come back. You know, yeah, you mentioned uh, Will Hardy. He's definitely one, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about more of an established one, like I, I, like a notorious Messina. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see him come back uh, from uh, overseas, Italy, to return to the NBA as a head coach. I think he wanted to be the next head, Spurs head coach. He openly said that he left the Spurs to to be the head coach of a team. Um, so I would have a guy like Messina high on my list. Uh, Brett Brown. Brett Brown uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him come back. You know, had some he had some success in Philadelphia uh, before things kind of went south there. Or, you know, you mentioned the Will Hardy. I definitely agree. But what do you think about the college ranks? You think the Spurs will go that far to go into the college ranks, knowing that pretty much all these kids that have come out into the draft are pretty much just college kids? Man, you know the thing was that you also you also mentioned like uh, Mike Brown is another one, you know. And I thought about Brett Brown, and I thought about the guys you had mentioned, Etor Messina. I I just don't think the players would play for a coach like Etor Messina only because he's a lot older and uh, his coaching style is similar to Pop. I think getting a new type of fresh air, a breath of fresh air to the coaching ranks for the Spurs would probably be beneficial, but. I mean, as far as college ranks go, I mean, you always hear Bill Self. You hear about John Calipari. Again, these guys are are great college coaches. I just don't see them becoming a great or a good head coach in the NBA. It's not every day you're going to get a Quinn Snyder. You're going to get a Brad Stevens. You're going to get more misses from the college rankings than you are uh, success stories, like I said, uh, Snyder or Stevens. But, I mean, if there's one guy out there who I really feel could – come in and actually make a, a really good impact would be Mark Few. I mean, coach from Gonzaga. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been around the ranks for a while. He's had a lot of success in college. He's been able to turn, you know, collegiates into pros. He's had a great program. He, I mean, it's everything you would want from a college coach. So the one guy I would point to is Mark Few out of Gonzaga. I mean, outside of that, there's really not any college coaches out there that stand out to me. And like I said, unless you got the originals like Tom Izzo, um, mm-hmm. Bill Self, John Calipari, but those guys are pretty set in college. I just don't see them even wanting to give the NBA a look. 
yeah, Bill Self has openly re, openly said it and repeatedly has said it that there is nothing going on between him and the Spurs as far as becoming the next head coach in San Antonio. He's shot down many rumors, and I get it. Money talks, you know, opportunity does talk, but at the same time, you know, he's definitely said no to those rumors. Yeah, you know, you know, you look at the situation the Spurs are in, and it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, say what you will about trying to replace a Kawhi, you know, after he did what he did to the Spurs or Timmy to retirement, Monty to retirement, but the guy that's been holding it all together has been Popovich, and that's going to be big the i think the biggest shoes to fill in this rebuild and it's it's coming at a would you consider popovich's sooner you know you know soon to be exit from the game at a good point in this rebuild or kind of a bad point in the rebuild i really see it as a good point um you you've got coaches who decide to retire or to leave the game and their team is in shambles and the spurs are not in shambles i mean yeah they're not they're not title contenders right now they're not even really playoff contenders right now but they're not a they're not far away they're a player or two away and you'd be surprised you know bringing in the right coach into this situation can turn any type of franchise around so he's not leaving the team in a bad in a bad you know state of mind or anything he's leaving them in a really good place I mean you've got DeJounte Murray recent all-star you know you've got the emergence of guys like Devin Vassell and uh, Keldon Johnson, Yaka playing at a really high level. This team is really, really, really on a fast-paced track to make some waves on the in the Western Conference. So Pop saying, hey, you know what, this is my last year. I'm going to take off, if that's what he says. Uh, whoever's taking over is getting a really good franchise and starting not from the bottom up. They're starting right in the middle. Plus, you got to remember, three first-round picks coming in this draft possibly – Every coach out there is probably just drooling over this opportunity. Good point you bring up. You know, if let's just say he decides to hang it up after this season, I think the Spurs are in a good spot moving forward without him. Mm-hmm. You know, you really think about it. You know, they're loaded. They have a war chest of draft picks. They got they got an NBA All Star now. Dejounte's filled that. And you're crossing fingers that Keldon makes his big leap the way we saw uh, Dejounte do next season and of course Vassell looks like he's on that path Primo possibly could be a find three first round picks you can flip them keep them trade up trade down for more I mean they could do so much yeah, yeah I think you're right I think if there is if this team is set to move on without him they are I think they're they're fine I think they'll be fine uh one more thing before I let you go uh Rudy is you gotta, I gotta ask you the question do you think he's back next season no, I don't think so. I think uh, – and it's not a selfish thing for him to want to stay to get the record. I don't think the record had anything to do with it. But I really don't think we see Pop back next season, whether he gets the record or doesn't. We all know he probably is going to get it. I mean, there's so many games left. He only needs three. But I don't see him back at all next season. I think the moves that you saw at the trade deadline, bringing in these draft picks, making certain moves and stuff, kind of spelled that pop was going to be done after the season because like I just mentioned, you know, they set up the next coach to have some success and continue success. So I don't see pop coming back next season. I think this is the, uh, the farewell tour for Greg Popovich. It is. It does feel different, doesn't it? You know, he's, Mm -hmm. he's kind of more chatty after games, win or lose, you know, he's, 
not as brutal with the media anymore. He kind of wants to chat. I mean, when was the last time you heard Popovich tell the media, hey, I can continue ask, taking questions if you want? He said that a lot of times this season. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's a different pop. But, I mean, you and I kind of said it at the beginning of the year. It's a different feel to this year. It's, he's a little bit more at peace, I think is what it is. You figure you've been there, done that, you know? You've been there, done yeah. that. What, what, what more do you got to do? But I, I, I disagree. I think he'll be back for one more year. Um, and then that's it. You know, he's, I think he got rejuvenated with the Team USA experience. Uh, you know, a lot of the players still love him, you know, you know, and if he does stay on, quote unquote, I think maybe in some sort of executive position, consultant position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, so I think he wouldn't leave the game completely, whether I think he could come back as a coach or just work behind the scenes. But yeah, it's definitely going to be a big shift in the Spurs history. Whenever he decides to hang it up, whether it be like Rudy says after this season, or I think maybe one more to go. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. When do you think the Spurs will get that magic W for Popovich and get them that record? Would it be against the Kings at home, like Rudy says? Or will it be like what I say, crossing fingers you know, for me <laughs> uh, against the Lakers at home? That'd be awesome. Get a bus to LeBron James. You know how he feels about Pop. And I think he would definitely soak that in as well. So it'll be good vibes nonetheless. And what do you think the Spurs should do when Pop does call it a day? Go outside the family, stay inside the family, do something else. Rudy, tell us what's going on over there at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Yeah, we, uh, we're we on every Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m., 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Uh, myself, Derek Gervin, a cast of others. We just We love talking sports, man. We're talking a lot of Spurs. We're trying to... We're trying to dissect everything the Spurs and, well, the NBA is doing right now, getting ready for some uh, MLB as well, taking a break from NFL. So just having a lot of fun, man. Is there going to be an MLB season or not? Uh, it's going to be – I think it's going to be pushed back. I think we will we'll get an MLB season, but it's going to get pushed back, which I think for a lot of people that are upset about it, don't be too upset. Still have AAA. Uh, the minor leagues are going to keep going, so a lot of these prospects – you can actually get to know him better now. So, like, the missions will, will resume play, right? Oh, yeah. The missions, uh, they're, I've already talked to their uh, their guys, and they're 100% in. There's no lockout, nothing like that. It's just for the major leagues. So we're, like, what, about a month away-ish from opening day? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah man. It's getting well, close, man. Yeah, month and a half, I think, is what it is. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, regardless, it's, it's getting close, man. It's getting close to oh, the yeah. wire. Oh, Oof, yeah. interesting yeah <laughs> a summer without a summer without baseball would be definitely interesting but yeah for more sports check out uh, Rudy on Twitter at sweep the league and of course the answer 9:30 a.m subscribe to locked on Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast Google Play Stitcher the rest uh you know pretty much pick a platform we're there and we thank you for making locked on Spurs your first listen each and every day the Spurs got the Wizards coming up next so check out locked on Wizards to see what's going on in their neck of the woods So for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. 